0: time for the Retirement Roadmap
1: Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller.
0: Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting. Helping you no matter where you are, but can also meet with you in the office in Greensboro, North Carolina. You can find Glenn online at RoadmapFinancial.com. Glenn, I am excited for today's show. We're going to be looking in the past, seeing what retirement planning used to be like and why it ain't what it used to be in today's terms. This should be a fun one, and I hope you're doing well.
1: Yeah, no, I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this topic because it, it ain't what it used to be, is it?
0: You know, it's a little bit different. We've got five ways, in fact, to illustrate that retirement planning was easier for past generations or flip it around and harder for current generations to reach those retirement goals. And so we're going to explore how a good financial advisor, somebody like Glenn Mosseller, who's working with people every day to plan for retirement, how you help people overcome these additional challenges of today. And I think this is really important, Glenn, before we get into the specific ways, because you know we all trust family members, right? We all trust people that came before us, and we want to lean on their experiences a little bit. It's not a bad way to go throughout life, learning from your elders and following in their footsteps of what they use to to experience success in life. But this specific example in terms of retirement planning is where that particular method of approach can lead you astray, right?
1: well yeah i mean it can walter and you know i mean there's and you know then that's true that's true for retirement which is obviously our topic today but you know finances in general sometimes that gets a little bit tricky because you know particularly it's like you know if you're it's like if you're one of the first generations or if or if not the first generation to you know to go to to go to college or you know have you know have you know a better paying job and so forth sometimes you know you 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 kind of have to you know Forge your own path, so to speak but uh, but certainly with today's world compared to yesterday's world of of retirement and we're going to jump into it it's it's uh, you know quite different and you know it, it's been that way for a few years and it's becoming more and more that way isn't it
0: It certainly is, and uh, those are the points that we're going to illustrate today, so let's dive into them Glenn point number one about how retirement planning ain't what it used to be. Pensions are much rarer now, and Social Security is really the only retirement income stream that many people have and that most people at least are starting with. Just how much has that changed the game?
1: Well, it's changed the game pretty dramatically, Walter. I mean, it used to be years and years ago that you know, virtually everybody, you know, who, you know, you, you worked at a company or you maybe worked, you know, worked at, you know, the, you know, the state or the federal government or whatever, but you, you, wherever you were, that was your career. And you stayed there the whole time and you had a pension when you retired. And, and, you know, you just knew what your, your what your income was going to be. And maybe you saved a little bit more and, you know, you added to it a little here and there, maybe you had some money that, that earned some interest, or maybe you had a retirement account or a, or a brokerage account that you could, you know, that you could pull from for, for extras. But it was pretty, it was pretty straightforward and pretty simple and. You know, now that pensions are becoming more and more rare, you know it. It's um, you know, if you don't have a pension, well, now you've basically you know what what ended up happening a number of years ago is is that retirement accounts, 401ks, 403bs, 457s, IRAs, those kinds of accounts, you know, kind of took the place of the pension, and so now you you know, in, in having that kind of an account, you had to you know, there's a, there's a number of, of of extra burdens on the on the on the retiree, so to speak. You know, while you're in your working years and also when you're in your retirement years, you got to figure out, well, how are you going to allocate those assets? You know, are you looking to, you know, to grow those assets? Is there, does it come a time when you've got you've to start, you know, leaning on that for reliable income? And then and, and how do you do that? So it's you know it, it's quite a bit different. The other thing that comes into play too is is that you know when you move into retirement that you know you're oftentimes you're pulling from several different you know places to have you know maybe multiple income streams of Social Security or you know possibly the pension or or maybe you know pulling money from uh, from a rental property or you know or or, or your, your retirement accounts and and not all of those things are going to be treated the same way in the tax code as you know and and so that. Makes it a little bit more complicated and it makes it a little bit more you know specific to your situation versus a one size fits all it used to be truly almost a one size fits all not everybody necessarily had the same income but the structure was very very similar with you know almost everybody had a pension and then you also had social security on top of it and And maybe you had a little savings, maybe not, but, but that was, that was a simpler formula than it is today with, you know, in today's world, there's, there's a whole lot more variables and then you have Roth, Roth accounts and, you know, the taxation and and all those pieces come into play and there, there's a whole lot more planning that you, that uh, you should probably engage in.
0: That's a really good point. I think just that uh, additional challenge of not having that sort of, you know, retirement was a lot more done for you already uh, in the past, and now we have to take a lot more personal responsibility over the control of that money and the plan for those dollars, and something we just have to kind of come to grips with and face as a new reality in this retirement planning world. Something else that's changed over time, Glenn, life expectancies are longer. We have more years of retirement to fund now think at at least 10 years longer from maybe our uh, our parents and grandparents expected uh, life you know ages and and their life expectancies and uh, and probably you know active longer into retirement too if you were kind of to take a deeper look at that stat as well.
1: Well that's exactly right Walter and you know I mean you have you have more expensive in terms of you know a lot of times folks you know want to do more things you know potentially um, you know and as you say you're living longer so now living longer can be a couple of different things it can be living longer and if you're healthy then you're you're doing more and potentially spending more it's also a scenario where there's more likelihood of long-term care, right? Because it's like if you're living longer, sometimes that living longer, doesn't necessarily mean that you always have your health you know, with it. So there's a, there's, a, there's a number of different pieces to that puzzle. And you know, that, that comes into play in, in terms of how, how are you positioning your funds and your monies for, for retirement? And, you know, do you have any hedges in place for, you know, for long-term care? You know, and, and one of the things that we, we, that we really look at is, is you know, are there, are there places to position a portion of your money where your money can, you know, can ultimately, you know, kind of work overtime and, you know, and, and do multiple things at the same time? You know is there a way that you could potentially you know grow funds over time and also maybe have some some long-term care or chronic illness you know uh benefits that can come out of uh, different types of you know financial vehicles and you know to to make sure that if something like that does happen that you know you don't end up you know you, you know just Using up all of your, you know, your nest egg, and potentially leaving your, you know, your your spouse in a in a difficult spot where you, you know, there was this expectation that retirement was going to be one way, and if you don't have appropriate hedges in place as to what happens if these things happen, you know what are you know what are we going to do? So you know it's it's really it's kind of the theme of of, uh, of today's you know of today's episode is is you know what are you doing and how are you doing it in terms of in terms of dealing with some of the additional complications but certainly we you know with 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 life you know with life expectancies being longer there are several aspects of that and you know and and you know just making sure and, and so there's different ways of handling that there's making sure that you're doing that you're doing the you know the retirement diversification that we've talked about in you know in previous episodes you know sometimes folks are going to work a little bit longer or maybe their you know their spouse might work a little bit longer or maybe there's an age difference possibly deciding as a, you know when and how to turn on social security benefits you know coordinating that with you know with when with when you retire or when your spouse retires so you, the the main thing obviously is we're, is we're looking to try to make sure that, that we have reliable income you know throughout re- the retirement years and then also the the what-if scenarios if there's if there's long-term care too we, we've got to make sure that we that we that we plan for that and have some you know some uh, you know some alternative uh you know ways of of making sure that that we're not just relying on the ups and downs of the marketplace so to speak you know to be there because that's not going to always be reliable, you know, day in and day out. It might be in terms of a growth engine over time, you know, things things can do all right, but you've got to make sure that you have reliability and that you're not drawing, you know, significant amounts of money away from, you know, from your retirement assets when you see that the economy has taken a downturn or, or, or your account's values might be down because it's it's difficult to make your money last in those scenarios. So it's, it's really something extra that you've got to think about and it has multi facets
0: to it. Always a challenge. That's absolutely the case these days when it comes to retirement planning, illustrating how it ain't what it used to be. Another great way to show this difference is that although maybe they are ticking up slightly, Glenn, historically interest rates are still lower. So you really still can't make much money with savings accounts, money markets and CDs, all of which used to be you know relative staples for a nice, reliable way to save for retirement.
1: Sure. No, they, they they were, and you know who knows where things go from here. I mean, certainly, like as you, as you say, interest rates have risen. Um, we're we're starting to see some, and you know, obviously, you know, quite a bit of inflation these days. We'll we'll see if the if the Fed can kind of get things under control with that. Uh, that you know, we have to we have to stay tuned with what's going on there, but, um, you know, as you say, I mean, that used to be, you know, you think back, you know, even, and you look at, you know, your parents or, you know, or you may even remember in your, you know, your early adult years. So it's like, you know, back in the, back in the, you know, the seventies and early eighties, when interest rates were so high and this, like, you know, savings account CDs were, you know, literally paying double digits. Well, you know, obviously we're not in that, in that environment today. And so you have to look at, you know, are there other are there other vehicles that that can, you know, kind of play that same role though? to protect some principal and maybe do you know better than what the bank does and and certainly that there are there are a number of those types of vehicles out in the marketplace it's just a matter of of, you know knowing what they are and having access to them and that's typically where you're gonna you're gonna turn to you know a a, an advisor who specializes in retirement planning because that that's how that's how those products are really designed and you're you're not gonna really access those through like a like a normal you know brokerage account or something of that nature
0: Well, I think that's a good point, Glenn, and you talk about these different moving parts in retirement planning that we've got to kind of figure out. And you would think that this next item is an asset for how retirement planning is different today than it used to be. You know, we didn't have as much access to information in our parents' and grandparents' generations. And now we have all this information at our fingertips with the Internet. You can Google answers to all sorts of questions. You can look up any product or name of some sort of planning strategy if you haven't heard of it or don't know what it means. But uh, that can also be counterproductive for some people, right? The, The old paralysis by analysis starts to kick in. Do you find that to be problematic for folks?
1: Well, yeah, I think that can happen, Walter. And certainly it's you know, it's better to have more information than less information. And it's just a matter of making sure that you're looking at it with you know with eyes wide open and knowing that, that this you know there's pros and cons to everything, right? And so that's one of the, the one of the challenges is that you have to kind of weigh that out and also get other folks, you know, take on it. You know, and, and yes, there's there you know, obviously with the internet and, and you know and, and the access to all the information, you know, it, it makes it it makes it easier, it makes it more challenging if we loop back and we as we were first beginning our conversation you know back back when you know a generation or two ago i mean there there was not really any need for all of that information for retirement planning because it was pension social security and and whatever a bit bit of money that you had saved right so it was there was not too much to plan for back then now there is and now there's more information and so you have to just always make sure that you're that you're putting the information in the proper context you know, one of the biggest examples I can, I can think of is, is, you know, when you look at, when you're looking at, you know, some of the different financial products that are out there, you can Google them and you can find, you know, just glowing reviews that they're wonderful. And then you can, you know, you can find the opposite side that says, Oh gosh, they're awful. Right. And it's like, well, and, and, and the, and the reality is, is that both things can be true. And you might say, well, Glenn, how is that possible? How can something be awful and, and, and wonderful at the same time? And it all has to do with context, right? Is, is that, you know, if you, if you are at certain phase of life and you're looking to have preservation and possibly distribution from a certain, you know, from certain assets and you want to make sure that it's going to be reliable and, you know, you can kind of reproduce that pension, that is, that is, you know, there are certain products that can help you do that and have that be the objective of, of positioning money that way. On the other hand, if you're at a place, that maybe you're younger in life, and you're trying to, you know, to, you know, to grow assets, and you can take on some volatility and uh, some ups and downs, that th- those same things that are wonderful for somebody who's looking for preservation and distribution. Could be the the worst thing in the world for somebody who's who's really you know you, you know significantly younger in their in their accumulation years and they're looking to you know to grow those assets and they can take on that volatility you know the ups and downs to, to have that you know have a have a larger growth you know potential. But, you know, that you've got to be willing to ride the roller coaster. So, you know, there's there's a lot of context in the information that's out there. And sometimes when you're when you're when you're coming across the information, the context is lacking. And, and that's something that you've got to make sure that you're that you're looking at the at things, you know, in the, in the proper perspective, if that makes sense, Walter.
0: Doesn't make a lot of sense, Glenn, and leads us to our final point for today's episode, the fifth way that we see retirement planning, you know, it ain't what it used to be, and that would be the volatility in the stock market. Stock markets always had ups and downs, but it does seem, Glenn, I don't know if the data backs this up, I'll lean on you for maybe some of that guidance, but it just perception-wise seems that the stock market is more and more pronounced from a volatility standpoint with each passing year i mean the last couple of years just being a great example of up down major up major down skyrocketing up and now we feel like we're skyrocketing down again so it just seems to be much more all over the place than maybe more predictable ups and downs in the past or more patterned up and downs
1: yeah, no, there's there, there's a lot to that, Walter, and 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 we're we're kind of into the same thing that we were just talking about earlier, in, you know, in a different in a different way, and that is the technology, right? I mean, there's so much of what's what drives the markets now are you know is, is program trading and algorithms and different things like that, and when certain things happen. You know, certain levels get reached, you know, you know, buy programs go off and, you know, and you see these, you know, these big up moves and this, you know, and the same thing if certain levels are hit or certain conditions in the marketplace are, you know, happen, then all of a sudden the sell programs come in. So, so you see that, you know, these, these dramatic moves, you know, all over the place. And it's, you know, for the, for the normal person, you know, who is trying to watch that going on, it, you there's, it's hard to make sense of it. And so, what the, the danger of that obviously is, is, is getting taken away with the emotions of it. And, you know, and, and it, it can become overwhelming. And then folks sometimes will throw up their hands and maybe they do nothing or maybe they, they do too much. And, you know, again, it comes into the context and making sure ultimately that you have a plan in place that, you know, that you know that, you know, you're going to be okay regardless as to what happens. And the way you do that is, is, you know, through that, you know, at least from my perspective, you know, as, as an advisor is to make sure that you have that, you know, what, what, what we've, you know, what we've kind of called retirement diversification, right? You look at your time frames. you know, how much money do you need, you know, over the next, you know, you know, one to five years, the next five to 10 years, and, and then possibly beyond, you know, the the money that you need 10 years from now or 20 years from now is maybe not gonna be treated or positioned the same way as the money that you're gonna need in the next five to 10 years, right? So you, you wanna kind of think in terms of, well, how can I diversify that way? There's taxes and, and all of those things that come into play, that there's certain things that you can Control in terms of how you position things, you know, whether it be you know a you know tax advantaged account or a, you know a tax deferred account or something that you know that you're going to make withdrawals from in the in the nearer term versus something that's further out, and so you can you can there are certain elements like that that you can control. I'm kind of brought back to the old the old adage that says you know you can't control the wind but you can control your sails. Right. And so when you're when you're going through that, you know, you have you have resources that you've saved. It's just a matter of positioning them in a plan that is designed to to take on and be able to you know to to weather those storms, so to speak. And a lot of folks you know haven't really done that, and that's where they find themselves being buffeted back and forth with all the volatility. And really, you know, one of the things to do if you're if you're finding yourself that way is to you know sit down with you know with an advisor or two that that you know that really focuses in on retirement planning and living in the retirement years, and you know and how you know and how to how to you know withstand that and have a plan that you know that's designed to to be able to function regardless of, of all the of all the craziness in the marketplace.
0: All great points, Glenn, and thank you for walking us through some of these different examples about why retirement planning. Ain't what it used to be. And we know the solutions to these problems. If you're not aware of how to adjust to the new retirement planning landscape compared to maybe what your family members went through in previous years, well, that's where Glenn steps in with the free consultation that you can take advantage of and go over your financial situation, talk about ways to improve, how to better your financial positioning, and get on the right track to get to and through retirement. It's not difficult to go through that process. It just takes a little bit of a commitment to click a few buttons, set up that time to visit, and start that conversation, and Glenn will walk you through the rest. If you'd like to set up that time to visit, you can go to RoadmapFinancial.com. Again, that's RoadmapFinancial.com. Click on the free consultation button at the bottom of the page, and you can schedule right from your smartphone or computer and address all these different types of moving parts in your financial plan, address longevity, the lack of a pension, perhaps, how to handle social security, where to put your money when interest rates are super low, uh, how to handle the volatility in the stock market. I mean, we've just scratched the surface on all the different things that get covered during that planning process. And again, if you'd like to meet with Glenn to talk a little bit more about what that all entails and to begin the steps to take to get to and through retirement, again, go to RoadmapFinancial.com and click free consultation. You can also call Glenn at 336-291-3535. Glenn, appreciate the help on the show today, and we'll look forward to another good episode with you next week.
1: Sounds great, Walter. Take care now.
0: All right, you do as well. That's Glenn Mosseller. I'm Walter Storholt, and we will see you next time right back here on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Thanks for listening.